I found that video and I played it and I realized that was him. I have to do something really, really crazy to catch her. That was the most romantic thing in my life and it's still the most romantic thing in my life. Welcome to Equal Parts, a series of true love stories told by the couples themselves. This week, a film-worthy meet-cute that kick-started Christina and Ilya's relationship. Now living in London, these two met in Estonia. Quick warning, there's a little swear in this episode. My name is Christina. My name is Ilya. I'm a software developer. Uh, my partner is Christina, so she's also kind of a UX designer, web developer. Uh, we've been together for 10... Oh! Oh, actually, it's going to be 11 years uh, next month. Mm, I can't probably remember the first time we met, actually, because it was at uni and it was my second year and it was really stressful and... Um, I was actually going through um, a very difficult phase in another relationship. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I'm, I probably didn't notice when we first met. I can't forget uh, the first time I met her. Uh, that was in university. Uh, that was 2007, I believe. I just remember like just some like flashes when I'm, I'm at uni at the workshop or something and we share the same desk and I think oh this guy looks sexy but concentrate on um statistical analysis Christina <laughs> um but I guess first time we ever interacted properly and uh, had a chat was um so I was late for one of the lectures uh as I always was at that time and uh, I was running and I tried to make as less noise as possible. So, of course, I fell over and um, my bag opened up and all the stuff I had in my bag, it was spread across the lecture room. Uh, of course, everyone looked at me and um, I was apologizing and trying to collect all my stuff. <laughs> um, and one guy just handed me my diary over. I helped her to pick up all this stuff because some some stuff uh, rolling onto my t table. Uh, she looks quite friendly, so uh, that's why I uh, didn't hesitate to start a conversation with her, especially when I, I uh, saw a small ticket of a concert uh, that pull up, pulled out from her bag. And the thing is that I also attended this concert. That was a concert of one metal metal band. Uh, it's called Mattery. Uh, but today uh, they don't play metal anymore. So I thanked him and um, he whispered, Did you attend this concert? And I was like, what? Oh, right, because in my diary I kept all the tickets from all the gigs I was uh, um, going to. So, and I said, yeah, yeah, I was at that gig last week, right, yeah. He was like, oh, that's cool, I was there too. He's like, yeah, cool, cool, amazing. Uh, and uh, after the lecture, the guy handed me a um, piece of paper and asked me for my MSN address. If anyone remembers that social network... <laughs> So that was uh, the first topic that I, well, we started a conversation about. And uh, yeah, I understood that we have the same, uh, we, we like the same music. That night I added him uh, to my MSN and I saw his um, avatar picture 
and on that picture he had it for a camera and the name of the band on his hat. Exactly the same band that was a week ago. Um, and then something clicked in my head because exactly a week ago I was at that gig and I saw a guy taking photos in front of the stage and he was dressed exactly as that band and I thought he's with the band because he like everything was properly like proper match with the band name, the hat and, and the t-shirt. Um, and I thought that, that, that guy looks cool because he was taking pictures and in the meantime he was uh, headbanging. Um, uh, so I took a video of that photographer and so while I was chatting with Ilya over MSN, I found that video and I played it and I realized that was him. And I told him, sorry to look creepy, but look at this video. And I sent it to him and he was like, oh shit, that's me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I noticed you a week ago. <laughs> so yeah, we've decided to uh, maybe go on a date next week. <laughs> um, so yeah, as, as I said before, I was going through a difficult stage in my previous relationship. Um, so I was about to break up with that guy, but he received a notice to go to the army. Um, so I thought, oh, I, I don't want to be that person to just dump him before he goes to an army. So it's like, okay, it's just eight months and we're not going to see each other too often. So I'm going to wait until he's back. <laughs> so, um, so he went to the army in September and he was about to come back in July. Um, and it was March when I met Ilian, went to that gig. So I was already planning my speech. And then I met Ilya and I guess I decided to speed up the breakup process. Oh, <laughs> uh, it sounds awful, I know. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself, but because I already fell in love. I should admit that that wasn't like a love from the first sight. Uh, she was attractive, she was very pretty, but, uh, you know, I started to talk with her and I understand that she's a very interesting person. So, uh, of course, later, uh, when I really understand, okay, I love this person, uh, that was very balanced uh, decision. So, uh, I really loved not her, uh, like, uh, her body, her, her face, I really loved her, her as a person. And uh, when I started to speak with her, I understood, okay, I, I would like to, to be with this person because uh, we have the same interests in, in the life. We have the same uh, attitudes and approaches in this life. And I really wanted to, to, sp to spend some time with her. So I guess we met at uni um, almost every day at different courses. And just in the meantime, between courses, we just had a walk around and it was quite warm. It was beginning of April, um, so we just talked about different subjects and different courseworks and about life in general, just walked around the campus. But I guess the first proper day was uh, two weeks after we met. He decided to take me out to my favorite place in, in Tallinn. So it's just outside of Tallinn, there is like a folklore museum um, 
so with wooden houses near the sea and like I don't know like stone constructions around and a stone maze and swings so we went there and it was sunset and was we were walking around and this sounds really cheesy but (laughs) we started to uh, walk inside the maze and I was the least shy person so when we met in the middle of the maze I just decided to kiss him (laughs) Um, it was quite awkward because at the same time my dad called me and what my dad wanted me to do is to go to the shop after my date and buy toilet paper yeah it's not that you want to say to your date right (laughs) so uh but that's not the end because while we were awkwardly laughing and go back to the car um Ilya's roommate called and asked him to buy toilet paper (laughs) so we went to the shop together on our first date like First time kiss in like hour ago, uh, buying toilet paper and walking out of the shopping mall with uh, two packs of toilet paper. <laughs> um, at the end of May, he received a notice from the government to go to the army. In Estonia, we are uh, obligated to go to the army for one year, and I wasn't an exception. And unfortunately, when I was uh, 23 years old, I received. <laughs> invitation uh, to the army and that was mandatory Uh, yeah and at the same time I met Christina and I double didn't want to go to the army (laughs) so you understand me Uh, but I didn't have a choice so lucky me (laughs) Um, so yeah and unluckily uh, it wasn't 8 month service it was 12 month service so (laughs) Um, of course, I've decided that yeah, I wanna, I wanna be with that guy. I'm gonna wait for him again. When you communicate with a girl, so you you met her, uh, you know uh, each other for three months, and you start thinking, come on, can you wait for me uh, one year? And of course, she's young, she's a pretty, she's an attractive person, and uh, she won't wait for you for the, such a long time. So I have to do something really, really crazy to catch her. So, <laughs> uh, I was a student. I didn't have a lot of money. So I had a temporary work and I earned a, a little bit of money and I decided to purchase an uh, Apple iPod and uh, I spent all my money for that, for this uh, Apple iPod. Do you remember that 10 years ago this was iPod with the uh, wheel uh, joystick? And 10 years ago, that was like the best player ever, the best music quality and stuff like that. And I also decided to write a song for her. And uh, my plan was uh, to give the gift uh, with the iPod, having only one song, song created for her. Uh, Yeah, I remember when I returned back, well, we had like a dating, and I returned back to my student hostel. I just pick up my guitar and start just playing. And, uh, you know, that was probably only one moment in my life when I had a pure inspiration. You know, uh, I can't say that I'm a very talented musician, but specifically that time, uh, that song just appeared 
from from me. I can't expect it. So I didn't draw this music. This music was created by itself. And uh, you know, I don't have a musical education. So, uh, but I know you have to uh, write down this music because on the next morning when you wake up, you won't remember anything. So what I did, I pick up my phone. Uh, so that time I didn't have a smartphone. I had a Sony Ericsson, but it has a like a voice recorder, and I played it, rec recorded this music without any words, just like a na-na-na-na-na, uh, just to remember this music the next morning. And the whole day, the next whole day, I repeated this music and, uh, well, I wrote the lyrics again very fast uh, and I decided to write down. So I had a, a computer. Um, you should understand what is a student hostel. That is very old building. So if you do something, uh, the whole floor is listening to you. So uh, there is no any problem how to write down the guitar, but how about the singing? How about the vocal? So what I did, I pick up the just a blanket I put <laughs> to myself and inside this blanket I try to sing to the microphone uh, that was only one solution how I well <laughs> could afford and yeah I created this music and I uploaded it uh, to this uh, Apple iPod the plan was the following uh, one week before I uh, go to the army we decided to have together a trip I decided to take him on a trip to St. Petersburg, Russia, because my best friend was living there, and I really like this city, um, and he never been to St. Petersburg properly, maybe like as a kid, um, so I decided to show him my favorite city at that point of life, and um, drink wine and sit on the rooftop and watch the sunset or something like this. St. Petersburg is a very beautiful city and it's very romantic. So you can just walk uh, in the streets uh, the whole night to return back home at seven o'clock and uh, everybody is so happy. Oh, that is really, really amazing. And my plan was um, somehow to hide this player uh, in our bag and to move to the flat. So we lived in flats together with the, our friends. So there were five students all together in one small flat. And uh, I wanted to hide somewhere this, uh, this gift. So uh, yeah, the biggest problem that I didn't know uh, anything about the flat and I didn't know how to hide this gift. And another problem that we had only one common bag and uh, I didn't know how to hide this gift in the way that Christina shouldn't uh, shouldn't find it. Another problem that when you cross the border, uh, the toll officer should inspect your bag. And if you're staying together, so sh potentially the officer could open this uh, gift just to inspect what it is. But actually everything was fine and I successfully moved uh, the gift, uncovered it <laughs> to the flat. And uh, uh, the whole week I tried to find any secret place where nobody could find the gift uh, beforehand. And actually, well, quite embarrassing, but uh, there was only one place in, in the toilet. So in the toilet there was a, like a shelf. <laughs> Probably no one uh, opened this shelf at all. And I uh, hid this uh, gift in this shelf. And yeah, uh, on the D-Day, um, we moved to the uh, bus station, just arrived back to Estonia, and Christina uh, wanted to stay a couple of days more in St. Petersburg. And I secretly wrote a very small note, and uh, that was quite romantic morning. And we decided to, um, to make this firewell very quick, because otherwise we both would be crying. 
and uh, we just quickly kissed each other very quickly uh, we didn't say anything to, to each other just see ya see ya and i just gave this uh, note to her she returned uh, she didn't read it and she just returned and uh, uh, went back to the metro station yeah so i didn't see her reaction at all when i waved him goodbye he handed me a letter and while i was watching um him going away um i started to read the letter and apparently he um half hidden an ipod which he bought for me um somewhere in my friend flat and on that ipod he had a song that he has written for me um so i rushed home i was crying all the way on the tube there and when I found um, a gift and I locked myself in the bathroom and I was listening to that song and that was the most romantic thing in my life and it's still the most romantic thing in my life. He was somewhere there on the road going to serve the country for 12 months and I'm here listening to his voice, um, a song about me. Um, so yeah, I was crying out loud for probably a couple of months after that. <laughs> Equal Parts is produced by me, Maria Passingham. Thanks to Audio Network for the music and a special thanks to Christina and Ilya. Often love stories are, in fact, stories of only the start of love, and as we all know, any good tale has an ending. Sadly, since recording this episode, Christina and Ilya have separated, but they have given me their blessing to share their story, and so I thank you both very much and wish you the very best. As always, there's a brand new piece of art to accompany this episode. This week, a humorous interpretation comes from D.L. Parker. Head over to equalpartspodcast.co.uk to give it a look and find links to more of his work. The website is also the place to go if you'd like to take part in the next season of the podcast. I'm looking for couples and artists to get involved. Next time, taking your date to see a play about eggs. I mean, who hasn't been there? When Lucy laughs, you can hear it. She's having the time of her life. Thinking about it, the reason I kind of, like, I knew she was very, very cool and I knew we were going to go on was that this show, nine times out of ten, a person would have been like, what the is this?